And welcome back to another episode of the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. Tyler, how are you, man? Hey, what's going on, my man? Uh, we're going to break down week 13, get the Weaver Wires. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Wire. It's the Wire. D. Griffin. This the wire, serving up a hot take. Around the league, serving jams like a hot plate. Who's the flex? First pick, rounds four to eight. Trading with the base, that's Superman, we need a cake. This that fantasy, see who get the glory. Who's gonna stay up in they lane talking Tory? Who's gonna ride up on the train where the hype at? Yeah, you wanna start them, but matches, you might not like that. Three tutties next week, man, he's double covered. Takes on a hundred coming out the oven. Tim and Todd, they the guys, know you gotta love them. Take your pick, do it quick, they on fire. The wire. All right, Timothy, it sounds like you had something you want to start the week off with, so I'll hand the floor over to you. What you got? So, did you see the video of the high school kid? He got ejected for, for something. And then the next play, he comes running onto the field and lights up the official that tosses him out of the game, like tackles him. Seriously? Yeah. Lit him up. For just, just because he threw him out? Yeah. Okay, then. No, and I the, did not see that, but that's His wild. entire high school team got eliminated from any, from the, the rest of the season got canceled. Come on. Yep. They now canceled that's the entire team's season. That's absolute bullshit. How is that the entire team's fault that this one kid is, is an idiot? Like, you just ruined an entire season for however many kids are on this roster. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's Texas, so it's not like there's 25 kids on the high right. school team. This is a full roster. It, it, yeah, and he's a big boy, too. He was a D lineman. Ooh. Yeah. So big man lost his shit and, and ran the little guy over, is what yeah, you're telling me. Ran over a, a grown man. But yeah. Yeah, that that was pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. Um, um. Speak of crazy, this has been an odd week. Yeah, the Giants beat Seattle. Uh, yeah, Seattle. How? They've won four straight. Why? I don't know. You had a great tweet today, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. That was a good one. What, what was it? You that the Steelers should go undefeated. The Giants are going to win their division, go seven and nine, and then beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl and then I the guy uh the TCK pod yep. tweeted at me he's like oh sounds like 2007 I'm like yeah and Sterling Shepard is gonna have an improbable catch to win the game yeah uh, if only it was a perfect world yeah but we Pittsburgh just, just lost about 35 seconds ago yep um Jesus as we watch Zach Moss Punch the ball into the air as it's being handed to him on the goal line. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of crazy weeks, Colt McCoy outduels Russell Wilson. He only threw for like 100 yards on the game. Yeah. You realize that? And Cam threw for like 60 yards and they won too. That was, that was, they the won big- by 45. <laughs> yeah. You gotta love the special teams and Bill Belichick defense. You gotta love Oh my it. God. Oh man. But that was like the big talk of the day. Cam threw for 69 yards and had a 69. 69- Career touchdown and yeah, it, it was, was a, it was a Gronk special. Yeah, it was a big six, day of sixty nine, so that was fun. But Zach texted me after the game, and he mm-hmm. goes, "Did you know that the line in the the over under was forty seven 
the Pats scored 45 by themselves. Of course they did. They almost covered an entire spread in a shutout. And Vegas always wins there. How does Vegas that always, always work wins. out? I don't know how. Tell me they didn't score one field goal to cover. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But I mean, if you, when if you, you think bet about the it, under, if you bet the under, you won. But that's I mean, why the under is always a safe bet. It is. Always a safe bet. It always is. But yeah. Um, something that I thought was a little weird this week, and it ruined some people fantasy days, fantasy option, playoff potential. CH was activated before the game oh, and man. then didn't even play a snap. So he was sick before the game, had like the flu. Yep, he had the they flu. They activated him and then he didn't even put his helmet on. Yep. The report came out that they didn't play him because he, he had lost weight while being sick. Then don't activate him. I'm assuming they activated him just so they had him in an emergency situation if they needed him. But you activate him to be the third running back on the roster. Like, I think we could have made it by with two. Yeah, we could have. They ran the ball all of like 10 times that game. Like, they didn't need him. Like, you could have. They screwed everybody. Without a doubt, screwed everybody there. I mean, I didn't. I don't have CH in a single one of my leagues. Dynasty, redraft, keeper. I didn't even play. I haven't even played him in DFS yet this year. Really? Yeah. I, I, I haven't had the. I haven't felt he was worth it ever. I mean, he started off hot, but obviously that's fading off now. But yeah, Andy Reid screwed everybody with that one. I yeah, don't know. Except, I mean, I won a week because of it. Oh, yeah, that's tainted. That can't feel good. No, it feels great. It feels great. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. You're that asshole. I mean, I, hey, listen, I'll win at all costs. All right. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that started Taysom Hill in my tight end spot. I, if I could have did it, I would have did it, too. Yeah, but that just shows you how bad ESPN is. But yeah, I mean that that screwed a lot of people. And then yeah. what's going to be very interesting come ne- probably tomorrow when after the day after this is released is what's going on in Philly with their quarterback situation. So Hertz was bet. Uh, I mean, Hertz came in because ben, uh, Wentz got benched. Yeah. Um. So for me, there's no way that they can go to. Go to Hertz. As much as everybody's calling for it, there's zero chance it's ever going to happen. Um, they pulled him in in a spot to me, but they have so much money tied up in Wentz. If they caught him at the end of the season, it's like he counts his fifty-four million dollars yeah. against the cap. It's stupid. That's money. like some teams' entire defenses. Yeah, and then I think next year is like another twenty-five or something. Well, that's like if that. he's caught yeah, after if, next year, right? Yeah. Right. Because so it's, it's like a fully guaranteed $109 million. But there's no good chance, time for them to get off of him. Zero. The only way they get off of him is if they trade him. So they're gonna, there's no way that we're ever going to see Hurts. Never. I don't, I don't see it. There's just too much money invested in him. But they just send a second round pick on him. Second round pick? $50 million. What weighs more to you? If I'm if I run the organization, I owe him the fifty four million dollars regardless. Would I rather suck because I'm playing playing a guy because he's getting paid, or am I going with? But, but does he suck because the organization's a mess right now, or does he suck because he sucks? What part of the organization's a mess? The though? line's falling apart. Okay, but the li- the line did it right for Hertz. Hertz looked a little more mobile, but okay. Well, yeah, no, I get that? what you're saying. You know. You can't blame the wide receiver health anymore because everybody's back except for Ertz. Ertz is back. He played this week. Did he? Okay, there you go. 
he didn't even see the field. Well, didn't even well, see any of my three fantasy. catches. I think three catches, didn't, twenty yards. Something yeah, I like didn't that. see him in a single lineup this week. No, I don't think anybody felt good about playing him. Yeah, so. I'm not playing him regardless. He's a in a dynasty league. I'm not even giving up a third round pick for him. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't want him. But regardless, <laughs> um, he's you know, falling you, fast. You have Rieger. Oh yeah, he he. I I haven't seen anybody fall as quick as him. But you have Rieger. Alshon Jeffrey's back. Goddard's looking good. You know, Boston Scott's been pretty good. Miles Sanders is not used at all. Um, <laughs> Ten touches this week. How does that happen? Yeah, I, I just don't get it. He's easily their best option on that team, and they just don't use him. I don't get it. There's got to be something there that we, we're you not know, seeing. When I play as the Eagles and Madden, you know what I? You know what the first play I do is I give it to Miles Sanders. Sure. The second play I do, I probably try to get it to Miles Sanders in space. <laughs> and you know the third play I do is. Get it to Miles Sanders. Get it to Miles Sanders, yeah. I mean, he, he's literally the best player on that team, and yeah, they just don't want to give him the ball. I mean, what are you preserving him for? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> to not give him the ball? <laughs> for the next team that gets him when Jeez, they trade him. man. I don't know. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me, but hey, that's why they make the big bucks, I guess, right? No, that, that's not why. <laughs> well, they're not paying us to make these decisions, so. They probably shouldn't be paying Doug Peterson anything. <laughs> The guy got gifted the luckiest Super Bowl victory in NFL history. And he's going to ride it till. And he's going to ride it for $50 million. And, and the rest of his family is going to be set for life because of it. Yep. Hey, well, somebody's got to do it. It wasn't us. So. But, oh, man. I mean, if I'm them, give, give Hurts the ball. Go ahead. I, and I, you know what? This I is, can't you even know, do- don't give Hurts the ball. I don't don't give Wentz the ball. Have them give Miles Sanders the ball next week against Green Bay. They're the they're the second worst team against the run this year. That would make way too much sense, okay? Yeah. That, they're in the NFC East. That whole division just is such a clusterfuck. It's so sad. So, so very sad. Colt McCoy. Alex Smith. Andy Dalton. Yep. And who's the other team? What did we just run through? Who are we missing <laughs> what's, right now? What's going on right Washington, now? Washington, Dallas, Philly, Dallas. Philly. Yeah, that's what it was. Philly. Oh, yeah. And then you have whatever the hell is going on with this team. But, I mean, you literally that have was bad. The, the, the three best teams in this division have Andy Dalton. It's 2020. Andy yep. Dalton, Colt McCoy, and Alex Smith coming off 17 knee surgeries in one offseason. Pretty much. No, legitimately. I'm not being exaggerating. He had 17 knee surgeries or and leg Washington- surgeries. And they're going to win the division. Oh, my God. How, how disgusting is that? They're my bet to win the division from here on Colt out. Colt McCoy is going to carry them all the way no. to the Super Bowl. Danny Dimes is probably back next week. Yeah. It was just a hammy. Yeah, but, it didn't look good, though. Yeah, but they're he saying he's probable already. I know, but he, he was... You're not allowed to put the probable tag anymore. Oh, whatever. Even though it made fantasy football so much easier back then. Yeah. It was Those like, probable, okay, he's going to play. Questionable, eh, we'll see. Doubtful, he's not. He's probably not going to play. Now it's... Eh, who knows? Who knows? At all times. <laughs> Screw it. Hope it's for the either best. questionable or out. It makes you pay attention. No, it doesn't. It makes me stress. <laughs> well, that's it. There's no, there's no, there's no, nothing other than coach talk that helps me out. And you know what? Coach talk sucks. Yep. You better it's start like, searching. Oh, you know, I think this guy's going to play this week. I have to say, I've never spent so much time on Twitter before in my entire life until this year. Between the three-week injury reserves... All this questionable nonsense. 
I've read so many stupid beat writers and Joe Schmoes telling me he saw this guy at practice today, just trying to hope I can get a tiny bit of information and figure something out. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. So NFL's a fucking mess. Yeah. That's mess. the only this way to is my put first F bomb on the podcast. Is it really? Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Does it feel good? Yeah, it does. Actually. It's liberating, isn't it? It does. It feels really good. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we're all here to rejoice. This. I wish Alex was here. Uh, he would enjoy it. He no, probably he, would have scolded you for it. <laughs> you know what? We're this not is gonna... not a family-friendly podcast no more. <laughs> oh man. So let's go into. Let's jump into the waivers. You know, our t- Tuesday release episodes are always about the waivers. Um, we said that the ad of the week was Cam Akers, and we were right. We were right. I he played sixty two percent of the snaps, but it felt like a hundred percent. Other than the touchdown run, I felt like he was always on the field. Well, that's because he pretty much was. I mean, the only the next closest running back on the field to him was Daryl Henderson, um, with twenty two percent, and obviously that's miles between the two at that point. Um, Brown was barely on the field. Yeah, I. I this is what we've been hoping for him all year. This is what I thought he was going to be all year, yeah. I, 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 at the beginning of the season, right after the draft, I thought he had a chance to be Rookie of the Year, kid. Yeah, that's what we were talking about for a while. And because then, he was he was supposed to be handed the keys to that backfield, and it took until week 13 to happen. Yeah, I mean, Henderson was playing well. Brown came on, had a couple good games, so it's understandable, but now we're seeing it. And now everybody that's been holding on to him for the last 13, 13 weeks. Good for you. I can't. Yeah. I got nothing bad to say. You have patience. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're a better man than me because I couldn't do it. I cut him <laughs> twice in one league. I picked him up. I traded, I traded for him. Then I caught him and I picked him up and then I caught him and then I just picked him up again. I have to admit though, I have my orphan team that I've been trying to rebuild and like every two to three weeks, I just send an offer. So what's your price on acres now? <laughs> <laughs> Have you? I tried it too, but the kid's in last place. He's like, yeah. I would need a pick that's probably better than him. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that's my the, that's exa- the kid that that has him is in a worse spot than me in the rebuild, and he's just selling assets to. He sold pretty much his entire team, and Acres is pretty much his only young piece. And it's like he's like, yeah, so I want a first. I'm like, yeah, yeah no. no, no, you're lucky to get a second. <laughs> so that's been that kind of kind of day, but. Cam Akers finally coming alive. 21 carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown, another 22-yard catch. Yeah. So 16 fantasy points. Kid looks good. The usage it, is encouraging. He looks, he looks electric. Yeah. yeah. He does. He looks pretty good with the ball. I mean, it wasn't a great yards per carry day, but listen, when you can get 94 yards and a touchdown, be happy with it. Um, speaking of 94 yards and a touchdown, he had 95, but a uh, good little transition. Rashad Higgins. Apparently, so I didn't know this. He he was at um, Baker Mayfield's house so much this off season. Baker's wife thought that he was going to move in. Really? Yes. I That's didn't... how much he was at their the house this off season, working out and getting on the same page with Baker Mayfield. I tried to tell you this when Odell got, went down. They have some weird connection, and now we know why. Yeah, I think his wife thinks they're like a thing. <laughs> they're a thing. Yeah, but. <laughs> Six catches, nine targets. Is that the equivalent to Brady moving AB in? 
No, that that was like, uh, yeah, I'm not getting into that. He, he moved. He moved. To, that was weird. It was like that was hey, like a father son thing. Like, come here, you're in trouble. I need to. Uh, yeah. you're moving back in. You you can't you can stay sleep in the you, garage. Yeah, you can't live at college anymore. Yeah, your grades aren't good enough. Yeah, I'm not paying your tuition. But six catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. He's only on the nine eight percent of leagues. So the problem with him is, is that he's. Definitely boomer bust. Um, They're not going to score 42 points again. Next no. And, and Jarvis is always going to be the guy there. That's going to get majority of the targets. Um, he's the only one that's going to be safe to play week in and week out. And even him, he's had some pretty down weeks too. Um, I like him. You're obviously, there's going to be potential to have games like this, but at the same time, you're going to have some down weeks. So temper your expectations with him. He's, if you need a guy, a flex play stat, deep, deep guy. Sure, but I would stay away for the most part at this point because we haven't seen any consistency out of him. Yeah, I mean, Landry is the guy. You know, Landry's going to get 10, 15 targets. Yeah. But it doesn't even matter because they're run first, they're run second, and then they're checked down third. For sure. And then fourth is looking at the wide receivers. So, I mean, I'm not trusting Higgins. He has had some games where he's been productive. Um, if we if we ignore Cam Akers because he he should have been added in most leagues last week, T.Y. Hilton is probably under the radar being a a, a high end wide receiver too right now. So uh, I thought this is what I honestly took it on the chin. I thought T.Y. was gonna be. Very good this year with Philip Rivers. I thought he was going to lock in on him the way he did Keenan Allen, but this on this shows how much more talented Keenan Allen really is that we think than we think. So that's a good point because going coming into this year, I, I've always looked at Keenan Allen as like a the low end of like the true number one wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. Boy, have was I wrong? Yeah, I think it was just because. The Chargers were terrible. Yeah, last year, and I, he just never really got. And it looked the, like garbage time, always wide open. Right, but no, he was getting wide open. Right, and we also don't get get to watch many Chargers games. No, and I've watched a lot more of the Chargers this year because I've enjoyed watching Herbert. Yeah, and I've been following that and just seeing like obviously her um, Keenan Allen's been phenomenal year in and year out. He's been super productive, no doubt about that. I never really realized how good he actually was. So, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, T.Y. definitely been a shock this year, though. I never expected him to fall off this much. Um, but the last two weeks, he's put up two back-to-back weeks with touchdowns and double-digit points for, the, for fantasy purposes, at least. Yeah, and then, I mean, they go Las Vegas-Houston for the next two games. Yeah. So it could continue. The uh, thing, that, the only thing that worries me about him is that it seems like Pittman's starting to come on. Um, he's had some good week games in here mixed in. So at any time, I think any of this production can go right back and he could disappear again. Yeah, but he's he's getting the targets. I mean, the last two weeks, he has 16 targets. Right. But I mean, if we take this week out, he's gone five targets, six targets, five targets, and... He's catching four balls, 40 yards, three three balls, 30 yards, and then he had 
that next week with four catches for 80 yards and a touchdown, which is great, but this is the most production we've seen out of him. Until that game, he hadn't cracked 70 yards yet. So, I'm... Well, it's more game script dependent, I feel. You know, because... Is it, though? Outside of... Yeah, well, his targets are. So, in game... In Minnesota game, he had a bad game, right? They won 28-11. The next game, he had a bad game against the Jets. Yeah, it's a plus matchup, but they were up 36-7. to I'm not disagreeing you with know? you in that sense. In these last two weeks, it's been close games or they were behind. So then what was the final score in the Green Bay game? Week 11. Yeah, that's also it's also a, a, a bad matchup. He had Zaire Alexander on him. You know, so you have to take matchup and get, he's he's not a wide receiver one where you're going to count on his production, <clears throat> but in a plus matchup and a game script that works for him, he's a very very intriguing play. He's somebody where you can slide him in in your flex or your wide receiver 3 spot and get 20 points, but you have to play it right, you know? If they're playing against Pittsburgh, yeah, no, I'm not playing him in week 16. I'm not playing him week 16. But in week 15, where Deshaun Watson could be going crazy and put up 35 points, he could be a very interesting play because you never know what happens with these divisional games. Oh, no, in that sense, you're right. But for me, I'm looking at it, and his snap percentage is at an all-time low. Yeah, he's had a bunch of targets the last two weeks, but... I I'm just not trusting him at this point. Um, unless I'm really desperate, I'm fading him. I I would rather go in a different direction. There, there's better options to me at this point. Yeah, I mean he's only rostered in 45 percent of leagues. No, so it, worst case he could be an option for you in your flex play. Yeah, no, okay. it, it, so he's definitely an option. But for me, I I don't I don't feel good about starting him. Like there's there's other guys that are, that are sitting on your bench that you can pick up that. Yeah, or yeah, that you can play. There's not many people I would cut for him to pick out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so I guess we'll see on on Ty. Um, so with Fuller going out, mm. that offense opens up a lot of targets, and Cooks got a little banged up during the game. I believe he did return. Kiki Cutie. Ended up with eight catches, 141 yards. Monster day out of him. And then Chad Hansen with five catches, 101 yards. I never expected Against either. Against the Colts defense. Right. I never expected either one of these guys to have any kind of day like this. I mean, we've seen Kiki do this. I, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago when no. Fuller went down. Kiki has been productive in games where Fuller wasn't there, and he no, was. absolutely. But to go to say he was going to go for 140 yards, I don't think anybody saw that. He's done it twice already in his career. He's 140, had, I'd have to go back and look at that. I don't, he's, he's had monster games like that. If you go back, when he was healthy and Fuller was out, in 2018, he had 11 catches for 109 yards. The next week went 6 for 51 and a touchdown. And the other game without Fuller, he went five catches, 77 yards. And then in 2019, the two games without Fuller, he had 72 yards and 68 yards. Was the two games he was healthy, played the whole game, and Fuller wasn't there. And then Fuller misses this week. He goes eight for 141. So in games where he's been healthy and on the field and Fuller hasn't been there, he's slid into that role. So now here's another weird thing. So now, great. He had a monster day. But when you go back and you look at the snap percentages, Chad Hansen outsnapped him. 
he was the third, probably the third wide receiver on the on the field at this game. And he's still having a monster day like that. So is that? The f- it's a product of his game. You think so? Yeah. Chad Hansen's more of a bigger body guy. He's 6'2", 200 pounds. Kiki's a speedster. Okay. So, so he's it, in the it, slot. He's running those. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And Hansen's that outside guy. I mean, yeah. yeah he, so he's he, on the field, he but he's not really deep middle of the field. You know, it's, it's a different play style. Sure. And Watson likes his speedsters. Sure. Oh, Jesus. That's just a mess because now what? For one, this is tough to trust on its own. I guess if Chad Hansen, I'm not touching at all. I've got no faith in Chad Hansen. Kiki's interesting. Kiki is interesting. I would look at Kiki. Um, they go Chicago, Indy, Cincy. Yeah. Out of, out of all the wide receivers we listed on this, he's the one that most intrigues me. Yeah, I'll still start T.Y. over him in, in, a, in the right matchup. I mean, th- these two teams play again in two weeks. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm a little hesitant on on both of those guys still, just because, like you said, Cooks did get banged up for a little while. Um, he obviously did come back, but I think that regardless, somebody else has got to catch the ball there. Um, what is it? Cobb was hurt. Skills, uh, skills, skills got they, caught. They caught. So it's Cooks and then Kiki. These guys, yeah, yeah. And this is what we're looking at. So one of these guys is still going to be fairly productive. I was thinking that Kiki was going to have like a, a six for 60 kind of day, something like that. I wasn't expecting anything remotely close to this, but if we're going to get production like this, nine targets, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kiki's interesting. You could, you could potentially slide him into a, a role um, in your flex play. And it was tough this week. Cause you don't know what, what he what role he was gonna have, but the issue is is he's not gonna produce twenty three fantasy points. No, again, obviously not. You no. know, so now okay. it's like, all right, here's the one big week we all knew was gonna happen. We just didn't know when. Sure. Now what is he gonna be? So you know, to, he could go me, five I, for sixty next I, week. I and, think that's more realistic. Oh, hey. What you're gonna expect out of him is five for sixty, six or for one 60. catch for thirty yards and a touchdown. You know, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if you have twelve to fifteen points from next week. Uh, Hanson might not even see, you know, you, you don't know. Yeah, I don't. He could, he could be productive and he could also not see the field altogether. He's one of those guys. He reminds me of like, uh, um, oh, wow. I'm drawing a blank on him now. Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. Yeah. 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 He's a six, two white guy who put, probably, did he play lacrosse? Let's find out. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> he but looks like the type that he would. does. We're both looking at his picture right now and he does look like the type of guy to play lacrosse. Um, but, are you Googling if he played lacrosse? I'm, I'm pulling up his... No, that's not him. <laughs> that's so not, I got an old white guy. Yeah. <laughs> that so, was so not him. Let's move on from Chad Hansen <laughs> before we just go down this weird rabbit hole. Um, so, Frank Gore got banged up. Josh Adams didn't look very good. Ty Johnson took over the backfield when Frank Gore went down. Yeah. Um, He's a young kid. He's fast. Yeah, it's pretty good size. I think he's like 5'10", 200 pounds. Yeah, he's, I think he was 210, something like yeah. that. He's in that range. Um, he's not a bad size. He's pretty quick. And from what I saw, he read he read play, he read the right holes. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really get to watch too much of that game. The numbers look great. He's He caught a couple balls. He had a touchdown, 22 carries for 100 yards. That's really what we were hoping out of, um, out of Perrine. 
P Ryan, I always mix them up. Um, this is kind of what we were hoping that we were going to see out of him. And obviously that's didn't work out that way um, with him getting banged up and whatnot. But if he's going to get the volume again, there's so many guys banged up right now. I would take a shot at him. We saw Gore be productive for a couple of weeks. If he can play and he's going to get those touches, I take a shot. They play Seattle next week. Why not? Everybody can run in Seattle. Yeah. But then the Rams. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now. I don't trust anybody against the Rams defense. Sure. Pittsburgh, New Orleans, and Baltimore. That's fair. That's it. Everybody else, I'm okay with starting. Mm-hmm. You know? And then there's certain matchups. Like, I wouldn't. I don't like running backs against Washington either, though. Oh, yeah, and Washington. Yeah, Washington's been good. But that's the... the Everybody else, I don't care. I'll start. I'll start anybody against anybody. You know, the, 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 I, I, those are the five teams where I'm. Those, yeah. I'm. I'm actually worried about my start. My yeah, studs. We're at that point where we know what these defenses are. Um, you're starting against those guys. You know, you got a tough matchup. Outside of that, everybody else is pretty much an even matchup. Um, you're right. Nobody else scares me at that point. Yeah, and you know, like New England isn't the same defense they were last year. Yeah, they're. They're, the secondary is good still, but it's but not the, the half issue, of what it was. You want to know the reason the why the rush. patch won? Is because the Chargers refused to run the ball. That's probably fair. They don't have a power runner. If they had Melvin Gordon, the Chargers win that game. You think so? Yep. The thing that was interesting is Eckler is, is that, not that power back. Josh no. Kelly is in Kelly Bilage. didn't even touch the ball. It was Balage. But he's getting the targets. Why is he getting the targets? No, Balage. He had like five targets. He had five targets yeah, on the day. He had four catches, like 18 yards. Wow. I, I didn't even realize that because I know Eckler had a couple catches, but they split carries almost dead even, I thought, too. Yeah, and and they weren't very productive. He he no, had neither seven, one of them were productive. He had seven carries for thirty. Balaj had seven carries for thirty-four yards. Yeah, five yards of a rush. But they, why aren't you running the ball? He had three catches for five yards. Wow. On four targets, I didn't realize he had that much. I did not realize that at all. Yeah, that's crazy because Eckler had eight touches for thirty-six yards, and he caught four balls for thirty yards too. But he had nine targets on the day though, so. Majority yeah, but, of it was going to They should have been run. The Patriots can't stop the run. We've seen the how many script, running backs though. go crazy. Get, Frank Gore averaged five yards a run. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. The game script took it out. Of the, took it out. Well, that's because they didn't run the ball and they just incomplete pass, incomplete pass. Now it's third and ten. Sure, but that's just bad coaching. That's two two weeks in a row where Anthony Lynn lost the game easily. I, that there's special no teams, way. Oh, can we? T- I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Can we talk about that special teams? They had three different punts where they had 10 guys in the field. They had one punt return touchdown against them. They had another one that went back for like 25 yards. Mm -hmm. They had a block kick return for a touchdown. Yep. What the hell is going on? There's not. This is bad coaching. That's the only thing that you can chalk that up. And they talked about it. They lead the NFL in penalties on special teams with 17 now. 17 penalties on special teams. How do you get that? Blocking the back. Roughing the kicker. That's just stupid stuff. Guy running out of bounds. Illegal touching. That's just like, that's literally all the same. Like, there's nothing like else you need to learn at that point. If you. You're an NFL player. They're teaching in high school. Like, you're an NFL player. You shouldn't need somebody to tell you not to block in the back on the punt. Right. Or run into the kicker. At the same time, does that mean that nobody there is held accountable for their actions on the field? 
Like, if you just go and level a guy and it's a blindside block. I don't know. Are you celebrated afterwards and they're showing it on on, on film? They must. Like, trying to build a tough culture? I don't don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on there. That team, they just, it it looked bad. Yeah. It's looked bad for a while now. But how do you, in the NFL, you only have 10 guys in the field multiple times. That simply just comes down to bad coaching. That's the only way to put it. That's not a player thing. That's not their job. Like that's. I mean, it kind of is their job to get on the field, but but if I'm if I'm not on the field, I make sure I have a replacement. Right, but at the same time, they've got what six, seven coaches looking at this field. You got the coaches in the box, and you're telling me nobody notices. All right, wait a second. No, no, no. Hold, Come no. on. I think I'm going to disagree with you here. Come on. These are thirty year old men. No, Do you really think that there's a grown man in the stands counting them? Yes. There shouldn't be. You should I, know your position. If you're not there, you make sure somebody else is. I don't disagree with you, but these people are making that much money and all these games are count for so much. There's a hundred percent somebody in there counting or at least supposed to be kind of vaguely be paying attention to how many guys are on the field. Nope. These dudes are up in the box just, hey, do you see this? Blah, 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 whatever the hell they're doing up there. And you're telling me not one person. So what are they using? What are they, what are they showing on the tablets? Like, hey, listen, let's count these guys. One, <laughs> two. Oh, but I mean, we you, got 11. Realistically, if we were up in a box right now looking down at it and you, and you went and looked and went, well, right. it looks like there's one guy. They, we look like that. We don't have enough guys on. You don't have to count them. You can see it just see, looking at it. I'm different because I'm one of those people. I count everything. Yeah, but, but it's I, like. I'm I watching the game on TV. I'll count how many guys in the line of scrimmage and I'll try to, and I'll count how many, like at right. each level. It's just like, but it, just sitting there looking at the game when, when somebody's missing, you can tell. Yeah. We've watched enough football. These guys are professional football analysts and like coaches. They look at so much football. You tell me that when a formation, it doesn't look right and you're missing a guy. It doesn't seem odd. You don't notice it because I imagine being it. on the field and you're like, Hey, there's nobody on the side of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coach probably didn't put him there. Yeah. And we're just not going to say nothing. Like, eh, all like right. I, as a player on the field, I usually count how many players are on my team. Right. Like, if I'm lining up on punt and I'm the left tackle on punt and there's, no and there's guard. nobody on my right, I'm <laughs> like, like uh, hmm, we should probably have somebody there. Like, but, yeah, that's crazy. Like, who is missing? That's what. I, that's the better question. Who is missing? Is the personal protector not there? <laughs> there's just no left gunner. Who called the cadence? Like, what happened oh, there? I need but an explanation. I want. I need your opinion on something. Okay. What's your opinion on the the ending of the Jets Raiders game? Okay, so, so they went on the all out blitz. I don't disagree with it. Okay. The odds are, if I had to guess, the odds are with you to, on the all out blitz that he's he's going to rush the pass and he's going to miss. It's that's really what it comes down to. I was I, really I, hoping you'd disagree with me. So, Dan Orlovsky, yep. former NFL quarterback, now ESPN analyst, okay. put a video up on Twitter sure. of two different games where that defensive coordinator sent all-out blitzes in that exact situation yep. and won the game because of it. Yeah. This one? It didn't go his way. It just didn't, it didn't work. But also, that corner cannot stop his feet on a stop and go against Henry Ruggs. No. You got to let him catch the comeback and not get burned for a 40-yard touchdown. Oh, 100%. With seven seconds left, you, you let him catch it and then you tackle him. Yeah, without a doubt. But that's also just a qual. He's not a good football. He's not a no, he's good not NFL a good corner. corner. That's, but, that's a whole other story. But the call, I had no problem with. Yeah, I had no problem with the call nuts. at all. At first, I'm like, wow, they're trying to lose on purpose. But no. then when I looked at it, I'm like, you know, it if, makes sense. 
And either we, you're going to sit there and play cover free- one. Yeah. He was just not on that side of the field. Yeah. So either you're going to sit there and you're going to put everybody back and give him all day to throw the ball, or you're going to send the house and hope you can ruffle him and he throws a bad ball. But what what are you more likely to do? Knock the ball down with eight guys in the end zone covering four, right? Or play man on man and hope somebody doesn't trip and fall and get burned for a 40 yard touchdown. I guess it depends on what your team is. With but whatever I mean, the hell that guy's name is. Yeah, I don't did. know who it is. But guy. against Henry Ruggs, who run a 4 2 7 Oh, yeah, no. I, but at the same time, the, the, the rush was there. It was in his face. It was, he no, had, he stepped away and had a clean throw. No, he stepped up into the pocket. It was perfect. No, I, I totally agree in that sense. It was great. It went perfectly for them. But w- w- what is there to say? Like, it's. They hit it perfect. But. Yeah. I, as far as well, congratulations, you guys got Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now I'm like, the icing you the know game. what? You know what I want? What's Being that? a guy who has the one one in two dynasty leagues. I want the Jets to win the next like two games and the Jaguars to get the one to get the first overall pick and then have Trevor Lawrence throwing a DJ Chark and. And LaVisca. And, and, and have James Robinson. You know how much fun that would be? Yeah. It would almost be as much fun as Gardner Minshew. And we're going to get... We're, they Lawrence would go from the stash to the locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, Very well uh, hair-groomed team there we got. Yeah. And then, you know what they should do is also sign Fitz. So have the beard, the stash, oh and the locks. But That's too much. Yeah, that's a lot of hair. That's 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 way too much head and shoulders there. <laughs> But they'd be giving Paul Malo a run for their money with yeah. fucking head and shoulders commercials. But th- th- that that would be excellent marketing. But <laughs> I mean, no. But seriously, you know how much more ele- elevated DJ Chark would be as a wide receiver if he had Trevor Lawrence instead yeah. of Mike Glennon right now. He's irrelevant right now. I mean, he had, he what, had one s- catch this week. No, he had seven points. He did. Yeah, it's six point nine. But on what two catches? Uh, they one had two catch? or three catches. Yeah, but. You know, he with Jake Luton, he had 140 yards. No, I'm not. So he's he's one of those guys where he's at any day. Yeah, any day could go for 150. It's just they have no offensive line, terrible defense, which is always okay. Listen, as a fantasy owner, (laughs) I'm okay with you having bad defenses to be in shootouts. I love owning Deshaun Watson, knowing his defense can't stop anything. Absolutely. But the issue is, is the quarterback play, Mm -hmm. like. You know how much more Terry McLaurin would be with a real quarterback, with a oh real quarterback or a real offense? Mm-hmm. It would be unreal. And you know what? We say that, but everybody's going to knock Alex Smith. And I obviously he had all these injuries, but I think he's, he's very limited, though. Yeah, but I think he's serviceable enough where he's going to he can get the ball to McLaurin. He's exactly and, what he's been his entire career. Yeah, a system. Cor- he's a game manager. He's the, he's the little definition of a game manager. But that's fine. Somebody who's just going to hit that six-yard hitch. Like, that's all we need him to be, though. I know. We don't need him to be throwing the ball I know, uh, but the the, top. It, it does kind of take Terry's ceiling down a little bit. But, you know. Yeah, but how many guys in the league are, are opening over the top like that? Three? Four? No, you, you have a handful, but. Yeah, Kiki did it. Ty did it. You know, Higgins did it. There's Donovan Peoples no, Jones. I'm went saying quarterback wise, how many quarterbacks are you saying? Oh yeah, not everybody's Patrick Mahomes or right. Kyler Murray. No, right. But um, Derek Carr is doing it. Yeah, Derek Carr is a very good deep ball. People think he's a game manager, but he's Derek always had Carr a good is better than ball. people give him credit for. Derek Carr is 
I've been on a Derek Carr train for years now. I think he's very good. I have never had a problem with Derek Carr. I'm all, I've been toting that train for, for at least three years and no one wanted to hear it. Finally, everybody's starting to come around. Well, you know why? Because everybody drafted him two years ago in that really bad year. That he yeah, had. that's exactly what happened. He, he had, had a that good year, year, a lot of promise, a monster year. Then all of a sudden, everybody drafted him as a real quarterback, and he and got then, burned. Yeah, and he had exactly. an average year last year, and he's been a little above average this year. He's been a solid... Other than that one year, yes. QB2 for fantasy purposes since he's come into the league. Yeah. That's it. That's all. He's solid, consistent. He's even keel. My kind of guy. <laughs> even keel. He's boring. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. If you want 15... <laughs> I've been quarterback. Not 15. 12. He's, he's going to get you no, 18 every a week. week. Every week. Okay, 18. 18 a week. 18 a week. You have, if you want to see Tyler's roster, every team is like Cole Beasley, Derek Carr, and, and another wide receiver who's guaranteed to get 11 points. It's just, he he has cooks. to. Well, <laughs> cooks. Yeah. <laughs> I've got cooks like, on four different rosters. It's like year. half the time you look at it, it's like your ceiling is so low, but your floor is so high. Yeah. Hey, so you say that boring and every single one of my you're my 500 leagues, i know not 500 i'm in playoffs in every single one of yeah, my leagues yeah. in two leagues i'm but the one league that you're in you're five in the keeper league you don't even deserve to be in the playoffs it's just what because all the alex's are fucking terrible <laughs> i've got the best roster in that entire league i've just been battling injuries you're six and six you barely made the, you're the last spot in the playoffs because yeah. everybody else has four wins and what's my roster Useless because they're all hurt. <laughs> but I easily you know, Kenny Galladay, CMC. Listen, availability CMC, is the best. Aaron ability. Jones, Carson, Michael Thomas. I've had Robbie Anderson, um, Juju, and I'm missing somebody. Yeah, we don't need that. I'm missing one other guy. Yeah, but it's just if easily you look have at your the best win, roster. You don't deserve with your points. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs. All right. What do you mean uh, with my points? Yeah, you heard me. I said it out loud. That's nonsense. By points, I'm in sixth place. I'm exactly where I belong. All right. Maybe it's just because I've outscored you by 200 points. That's fine. <laughs> but at the end of it, when I get CMC back this week and I make a run, because I'm pretty sure we're going to see each other next round. No, because uh, no, I'm going to play Kyle. You're going to play Sean. If we both win, I will oh, yeah, play no. Ky- the other Kyle. Yes. Yeah, so and you'll play Zach. When we make it to the championship, <laughs> you're going to see. Fuck those 200 points. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is I have the best roster in that league. Not even close. I've just been battling injuries all year. If you want to put a poll out to see who has a better roster. That's not fair now. What? <laughs> when it matters, the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Oh, Half my roster. If I'm you had more injuries, who has a better roster? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Then the other league that I've scored 200 points in the last three weeks, and I'm in last place with George, when I lost George Kittle. You fucking absolutely McCaffrey, had a better roster than Michael me. Thomas. I'm, I had the four best players in fantasy football last year, and they all got hurt. I'm not disagreeing with you. I had you. Mahomes, Michael Thomas, Fucking McCaffrey and George Kittle. You did not have McCaffrey. Oh, my, not McCaffrey. What was the running back? I lost my my the number Connor. one running back. You, you had Connor and David Johnson to start that league off. You had, had you started else. Mahomes, um, Kittle, who you Michael Thomas, and there was one other guy. I forget who Mahomes, it was. Michael Thomas, Kittle, Cortland Sutton. Sutton, that's what it was. Yeah, but I I lost that entire team. I don't, the, Mahomes is the only one of my top six picks 
that played more than two games or well, three games because of Michael Thomas now. It's just how the cookie it's crumbles. But yeah, so I don't want to hear it fucking your preseason projection team. No, right now, who is the best team? Me or you? You have to say it's me. I have to look at your roster. Talk hold into on. the microphone. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I got to look me. at your roster. Mm. All right. I'm going to read it for the audience. Justin Herbert, DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, Debo Samuel, Mike Gesicki, Marvin Jones, Mike Williams, Devin Singletary, Alan Lazard, Cam Akers, Tony Pollard, Young Ho Koo, who's, who's putting up wide receiver one numbers. All right, and New Orleans defense. I have a top five defense, so the best I. kicker in football. I got the second best kicker in well, football. Well, he's not the best. That's, what's he ranked? Hold on, hold on. No, what's Koo, he ranked? Who's missed two weeks and he's still the number one kicker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, my fifth wide receiver is Debo Samuel. That's fine, but you can't play all those wide receivers, so it means nothing. That's all right because he's so good he can't even make my roster. That's fine. I would still take my roster over yours. Yeah, go ahead. Name yours for the audience. Go ahead. Big Ben, Michael Thomas, Juju, Cooks. Juju is not better than any of my top three wide That's receivers. That's fine. But Cooks is overall, not better than any of my number overall, top three. Overall, hold on, I'm not done. Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Eckler. I have Eckler. Nice no, try. I mean, um, CMC, not Eckler. I'll take the CMC over Eckler. Eckler. Yeah, but I mean, he hasn't been on the field. That's fine. You said we're right now. So this week yeah, when he it, comes back. But we don't know if he is, and he's probably going to be in a timeshare when he comes back again anyway. He's not. Come on. Come on. <laughs> now you're stretching. Let's go. Let's be real here. Right, but to finish it off, Mark Andrews. COVID. He's supposed to be back too. Yeah, Don't worry about it. And then I got Blankenship in LA's defense. I'll see you in the championship, Bumpkin. No, because your bottom two wide receivers aren't good enough to get you there. I've got Robbie Anderson Juju still. getting 28 yards is not good. He's hey. having four yards a catch today. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. If I have to, I'll sit him. I'll play Anderson. I've got Boyd, which is killing me right now. Yeah, I got you. Boyd, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about Boyd? <laughs> hey, he had a great week this week. One catch, 70 yards, touchdown. I'll take it. But, yeah, I don't I'll know. I'll see you in the championship. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> we got a little crap. No, we do have some issues. On those <laughs> it's, the two guys that got the, the bye have pretty good fucking teams, all right? <laughs> But the, the thing is, is Kyle's team is dropping off quite a bit because Russ hasn't been putting up 50 point weeks anymore. Yeah, that's why he's lost like three out of the last four weeks and he still gets a first round bye. But Zach's team's coming on hot. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. All right, moving on. Let's finish this list. Actually, we that's did it. Finish we're this done. List. We're, just, we're just talking about <laughs> we're just talking now. nonsense. All right, boys. That's all I got. Playoff start this week. It should be fun. Good luck. Good luck. Reach out if you have any start sick questions. Yep. Um, likes, reviews, please. They always help. Shares, shares, like shares, shares are always good too. I like shares. Shares are good. Um, that's all I got for this week. All right, all right, boys. Later. Thanks. <laughs>